Have you ever wondered whether the problems in the world today would exist if we had deeper connection to ourselves, others, and the environment, and acted from that place? Welcome to the Conscious Action Podcast with your hosts, Brian Burnerman and Kayla Grimville, who believe that connection is the key to taking conscious action as individuals and creating a better world. We are here to raise awareness and inspire meaningful action by sharing stories, knowledge, and conversations with thought leaders and changemakers. From sustainability to well-being and everything related to conscious living, our mission is to empower you to be the change that you want to see in the world. Welcome to a new episode of the Conscious Action Podcast. I am Brian Berneman, your host. And for this episode, I wanted to explore a little bit how we can navigate through times of changes and how we can use these times that we are going through with all of the challenges and all different spheres of life and the importance of living slowly. We live in such a fast-paced society that a lot of times it is hard for many to press pause to widen their perspectives, to see things from different points of views, to engage with life differently, to be able to live more consciously and to take conscious action. When we are able to understand how we actually are able to make decisions and how fast things happen, we might need to rethink the speed that we're doing things. In my experience, especially through the years of going deeper in my practice of Tibetan yoga, that slowing down was what allowed me to reconnect with my body with the feelings in my body, to be able to have more awareness as I was going through slow movements, I was able to notice more. I was able to engage with my consciousness. I was able to be more aware and more present with what was happening in that moment. As I started to speed up, I noticed in my practice that I wasn't as aware. I was losing a little bit of that. I was getting caught up sometimes with thoughts or with ideas, which is perfectly okay. Yet on what I was trying to practice, that wasn't helping me. So I needed to find the right rhythm and speed that allowed me to unlearn my tendencies to be able to come back home to my body, to the feelings, to develop this awareness. And little by little, starting to increase speed, noticing when that was enough, because at that level of speed I was losing my awareness, so then staying there for a little bit until I was able to continue and carry on creating more speed so that nowadays, after many years 
of developing this awareness, I can be even in a fast-paced situation. I can be aware. I can be present with what is. And of course, I'm not perfect. There are certain moments that I am not in that level of awareness and I am caught up with thoughts and with ideas. Yet from what I was to what I am now, this has made a huge change. And this allowed me as well to rethink and to review a lot of the decisions that I was making, changing the way that I was behaving, making different choices that are more aligned with the things that I care about and with my values. This is something that I have talked to in many of the other episodes about living a life with values informing our decision-making process. Yet it is really challenging a lot of times when we are going really fast to bring those values and those things that we care about into the decision-making process. So when we're able to slow down, we might tap into that. These times that we're going through since the pandemic hit and was introducing the world, for many, this brought a lot of slowing down. And it's not easy a lot of times. Slowing down might be a challenge because when we slow down, we don't have as many things distracting us. And this is where one of the biggest challenges with slowing down happens. We are so used in this modern world to have so many shiny objects that are cutting our attention that we don't know how to be with the experience. We don't know how to not do anything. We don't know how to allow ourselves to be in relationship with our bodies and not getting distracted with food, TV, um, internet, social media, any kind of thing that we might do instead of connecting. So this created a lot of opportunities for many to reevaluate their lives. And there is no right or wrong in terms of how we behave after we encounter that relationship within ourselves. But it is really important to be able to come back home from a well-being perspective as a personal well-being, this helps us to recalibrate, to come back to the place where we are able to see things differently, to make, as I said before, to make conscious choices. And that has an impact on the outer well-being, that is the well-being of those around us and the environment. As I, with my own values, that I care about the environment, when I am able to live more slowly, that means I need less of the convenience of modern life. 
So instead of, as an example, relying on takeaways, I cook my own food. I live slowly. I put more time into those things, into making my own food, into going for walks. As I don't have to fill my entire day with things, whether that is work or fun or play or relationships or whatever, I can choose how to be. I can go, I can walk to the organic shop or to the refillery. I can take my own containers, fill them up, bring them home. I can take the time for that because I'm living slowly. I can plan ahead. If I was with a full plate, the entire day filled up with things to do, whether I get into the busyness of that or not, and the stress of that or not, I can take the time for doing these things, for sitting down when I'm eating. Mostly food that I'm making or someone else is making at home most of the times. Sitting down and being able to be present. Taking time to bless the food. I do that in my own way. You might do it in your own way or you might not be doing that. Taking the time for acknowledging things can only happen when I am more aware, when I am going slowly through my life. And as I find these little pockets of time, it is really interesting how my behavior started to change. And I can now live with a really low amount of waste. I can live my life eating mostly from what the farmers nearby are growing and I can go to the farmer's market. I can walk to the refilleries, as I said before. When I'm living slowly, my meditation practice as well can happen all throughout the day. Yes, there's different types of practices that I use. And in some of them, I sit down and close my eyes. Yet, the level of experience doesn't need to change and can be the same as I am now sharing. I am still present. I am connecting with this moment. I am not caught up with the past or with the future. I am here and there's a lot of power in that. Yet if I have been rushing through everything, my body doesn't have the time to integrate and to process the experiences. Therefore, slow living has a lot of benefits for my inner well-being and the outer well-being. When I am going 
to meet my friends or loved ones, I can take the time. It's not such a superficial level of interaction. I can go deeper because I'm taking the time. I am feeling, I am sharing that moment with the other person. And yes, of course, there's interactions during the day that it's more superficial level, especially as I am doing something else. But when I find the priority, that's it. If I am putting the time for a conversation, then I'm in that conversation. And there's a huge level of importance here in understanding our circumstances. I made the decision to work for myself, to be able to put the time that I wanted, when I wanted, most of the time. And I know that that's not everyone's experience. Yet, how we're using our time can bring a lot of benefits. Lots of my clients have introduced into their daily life the practices that I have shared with them so that even when they are at work, whether that is at home remotely, on their computer, or in an office, they can use the work time. They can slow down so they can actually create more of their awareness, more energy, more understanding and insight during the work hours. So when we live slowly, that doesn't mean changing what we're doing and that doesn't mean that there's no nothing happening fast. I can still play. I can still do things in a fast manner. Yet my experience changed. My awareness, a sense of time changed. I remember when I realized as I was changing the way that I relate to my experience and to time, how in one day I could experience the same amount of experiencing that I used to in one year. So now days are so, in a sense, long because I'm able to be present enough so that each moment is expanded. And because I have the experiential understanding of that, it's not just a theory that I can expand time. We have all had some kind of experiences in terms of time moving faster or slower. And that is one of the things that we can consciously choose as well. Why making things go fast, even when things are challenging? I'd much rather bring it to be really slow so that I can process things. And when things are really nice, quote-unquote nice, then I want to savor that. I want to elongate that experience. Not being attached to the experience, knowing that it will come to an end, yet making the most out of it. 
So I invite you to see how can you start to implement some of this in your life. How can you bring a sense of slowing down into your life? Can you do that all throughout the day? Or do you need to find some moment or some pockets of time that you can implement that? That can be done with finding meditation practice or movement practice. Or that can be done doing anything that you do. Lots of times I, to my clients, I introduce it through small things that they are already doing. Like when they are eating, instead of using a big spoon, using a teaspoon, which makes everything slower. Each bite is smaller. And if when they are actually eating within, with each of their bites, they need to place their spoon down on the table and then pick it up again. That makes it a little bit slower. That makes it so that they engage with that experience in a different way. And I choose that because everybody is eating. Unless you're a breatharian, most people are eating. And most people are going so fast through their meals that they are not nourishing themselves enough. They don't even notice when they are actually full. So I invite you, if you want to bring that into your meals or finding other moments that you can slow down so you're able to notice more of your own experience, you can create more of the time to integrate and to process your experience and your feelings And as well, you can make more more conscious actions and more conscious decisions and choices that are aligned to your beliefs and to your values. So I would love to know if any of you have already been doing this. Have you already been implementing slow living? How you experience any changes in the way that you relate to time? I would love to know that. And if any of this resonated, please leave a comment on this episode. And I'm going to keep on exploring some of these topics that I think that are really relevant for the way that we're moving through these times. So thank you, everyone. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. What did you like the most about this episode? Take a moment to think about what change you can make in your life today. Share your conscious action on social media using hashtag conscious action and tagging at conscious action and set so we can celebrate your impact on the world and create a ripple effect. One easy action we would love for you to take right now is to share, like and subscribe to this podcast. This will help us get these messages out into the world and inspire more people to take conscious action in their own lives contributing to the better world we hope for.